What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode, another fire episode of the Winners Club podcast. And today's going to be a quick one, but it is so important. And the topic today, guys, is how do you face complacency and smash through it to make some big leaps and strides? My name is Brian Tran, your host. I got my co-host here, PJ Padua. Yo, what's up, guys? Brought back a special guest because this man was on the show last time and he talked about how he was facing complacency and it caused his business to really go down. I brought none other than Jonathan Sue. Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Back at it again. And before we begin, guys, as you know, our motto at the Winners Club podcast, even when we don't win, we learn and learning is a form of winning. And our business, uh, PJ, what else do we say? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, I'm, I'm here to fill in the blanks, but we are a business podcast, guys. And ultimately, we're here to teach you business tips, share success stories, and just teach you everything you need to know to really crush it in business, guys. Let's go. So let's dive right into it. Complacency. Why is complacency so bad? Why is it when you felt like you are comfortable and you've made enough money, you hit your goals why is it bad to just stay there? What do you think, Jonathan? Well, I think when you're complacent, you're just kind of stagnant. You're kind of, it's kind almost like you're not really moving and you're very like stable. And granted, mm-hmm. for some people being stable is a good thing. But in our line of work, I feel like once you're stable, you're kind of losing because everyone else around you is always striving for the next thing, always moving, always trying to strive for that next big thing. And so when you're complacent, you're kind of like losing in a sense in this race. So that's why being complacent is kind of bad because you're just stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I personally think it's a tough one for people to have a good relationship with complacency because it's comfortable, right? It's easy to do. And it's something that, that you naturally just want to, anybody wants to get to the destination, right and feel like oh i made it and i think that's the biggest the biggest problem with it right because it feels good to to stop let me tell you why it's bad all right go ahead brian you guys are kind of beating around the bush a little bit go ahead man it's bad because in life nothing stays still Mm -hmm. especially if you're in business and you're listening to this it's a business podcast in business you cannot just maintain because maintaining actually means you're going backwards why Mm -hmm. look at tvs for an example Guess what? Every six months, do TVs not get better? That is 100% true. Yep. Remember when we had plasma and then yeah. now we have LED? Yeah. It was only a couple of years. Well, that was maybe 10 years ago. But can you see how fast things are moving? Yeah. So if imagine if I was a, uh, I own a plasma TV company. Eh, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to innovate. We're just going to make this thing a little bit better. But how good can you make plasma TVs? Yeah. Right? They're heavy. They're bulky. They're not as crystal clear as LED. Now we have OLED. QLED. QLED. You got all (laughs) these things. So it does not benefit you to be complacent because eventually you're going to look up and you're going to realize that you're not even in the same spot that you were 10 years ago. Hell, you're actually behind. Yeah. That's what happens when you become complacent. That's what happens when you invest in a 401k thinking that's going to be enough for your retirement. Right? That's complacency. That's a form of complacency. Mm -hmm. In your business... You need to be constantly learning, yeah, innovating, driving, pushing forward just to maintain. Really, that's what it is. Yeah. 
Now, if you want to make leaps and bounds, then you really need to push hard. Yeah. But that's why complacency will kill you. I like Does that. Does that make sense? I like that. I like that. So you, what you were saying, Jonathan, I'm not like, you know, I think you had the right idea, but it's not even stagnant. You're, you're literally falling behind because life will pass you by. Yeah. Imagine if you just didn't want to use a, if you continue wanted to use a flip phone. <laughs> you can't compete with me. I got an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it sounds so stupid, but it really is. What it, like, that's, that's like, I'm, I'm simplifying it as much as I can for you guys to just realize that if you don't keep up, mm-hmm. you literally will stay behind. You're not even like, you can't even say that you're, you're, you're just going to stay in the same place. Yeah. Everything is done with your phone now. Yeah. Banking, wires, I can do anything with this. Yeah. As simple as you put it, I mean, even a little bit step ahead than the next person, it's still an advantage, right? Just because you decided that you weren't going to stay in the same place for weeks, months, years. So I think that's some big value for people to take back home with them. Uh, I want to ask, how do you... Get out of complacency? Yeah, how do you get out of complacency? Because it's not as easy said than done, you know? Actually... You think you... you I think it's pretty easy. All right, let's hear it, Brian. One word. Action. Okay. Add another word. Take action. Okay. That's how you get out of complacency. Now, I'm going to give you a couple tips right now. Mm-hmm. It can be as simple as listening to a podcast, <clears throat> learning something new, taking action. Yeah. Okay? It can be as simple as walking your butt down to Barnes & Noble and picking up a business book or a bi- uh, autobiography of a billionaire, something, learning from it. And then taking action to replicate your life and try to make it similar to whoever you just read about. Yeah. Take action, right? It can be as simple as going to an event, a conference, where everybody there is a multimillionaire. Yeah. Or at least aspire to become a multimillionaire. Then you learn something from them. And then you take action. Yeah. That's how you beat complacency. Normally... There's a time and a place to be alone. There's a time and a place to be alone when you want to reflect on your life and what it is that you want out of life. But when you want to make big leaps, big bounds, learn and grow, you need to be around people who want to learn and grow as well. Yeah. That's all you got to do. The what and the how will come once you do those things I just told you to do. Listen, learn, expand your brain. Yeah. That's how you beat complacency. Definitely. I think a lot of the reasons why people get to complacency is they stop doing what they did in the first place, right? Which is dreaming or visioning or seeing what kind of life they could have, right? Prospecting, doing those things, right? Because that make, that's what fired you up in the beginning. Yeah. So now that you're at your goal, a lot of people stop. But what I'm really taking from what you're saying is, to take action to find how you're going to fire yourself up again. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to dream big guys. What do you think? What do you think, Jonathan? How yeah. some, how some ways to defeat complacency, even if it's as specific for how you well, do let's, it. Let's do his, his, his real life example, right? Like yeah. you, you last November you were going through, you, you kind of got complacent cause you were making money. What did you do to get out of it? Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was making money. Things were kind of going okay. Relatively. 
And then, you know, I just got to a point where I was just so narrowed in on operations that mm-hmm. I stopped thinking about, like, the bigger goals, the bigger things, right? And how I kind of went about, like, getting out of complacency was I just surrounded myself with people that were doing bigger things. Like, I came back to the 50 Hills meetings with Brian, yeah. hung out with everyone, and then I started seeing what everyone else was doing, how everyone was just sitting there just prospecting, doing calls, doing business. And I was like, I need to do the same thing again. And then I did exactly what Brian just said. I took action. I brought my laptop and I was sitting there, went through all my old contacts from all my clients. I started hitting all of them up just to even just check in and see how they were doing. It wasn't even something of like me trying to ask for business. I was just checking in on them to see how they were doing. And, you know, some of them led to more deals and stuff, but it's really just something that's really simple that you can do is just maybe just go hang out with, your friend or someone you know that's doing bigger things. Yeah. Then once you hear what they're doing and how they're like taking action and the dreams they have, it kind of makes you realize like, Hey, you know what? That's right. They're doing these big things. And you start thinking back about what your dreams and your goals were. And then things start reigniting again. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like, let's go, let's do this. And then you're like, you just take action one step at a time. And eventually you're going again. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I want to ask you a question, Jonathan. Did you, did you like vision envision a bigger life for you? Did you connect it to materialistic things or were you, what, how was that process for you? Hmm. Well, I guess for me, it was just thinking about less so material things because Hmm. I feel like growing up, I was never really that big of a materialistic person. Like, yeah, it'd be nice to have a nice car and stuff, but it's not something that, is like my main driving force. Yeah. It's more so like just remembering the why, you know, why start in the first place. And for me, it was really to just, you know, I want to buy my parents a house one day. Yeah. You know, I love that. And I want to be able to take them on trips mm-hmm. to places so that they can enjoy everything. Cause I know my parents worked damn hard to get to where they are now and, you know, bring me here and everything like that. So I want to give back. So it's also just remembering the why coming, like grounding yourself back to like, why you started to begin with your values and things like that. And then that will then like push you further to keep going, take action, do what you need to do to achieve what you want to achieve. What do you have to say about that, Brian? I mean, it all comes down to, I mean, I always say this, right? Have clarity. The thing is that one day he's going to reach that. Why Mm -hmm. he's going to achieve it. Like buying your parents a house, not impossible. It's going to be, you're going to happen very quickly. Taking them on vacation, very quickly you're gonna retire them one day yeah so then you gotta just keep on going what's next who do you want to help next yeah what do you want to accomplish next and it's okay you know honestly i i we don't want we all want to shy away from the materialistic things because it makes you sound like an asshole but you know what fuck dude it's nice to have nice shit hey man so if that's what drives you dude use it who cares like if you like the nice car great what i will tell you though is that the cars and the materialistic things are very easy to achieve yeah and the thing is, if you only tie your why to those things, it will, you will eventually go, uh, fall back to complacency. Yeah. Because you can only have so many Ferraris, so many Lambos, uh, and then maybe you want a private jet and whatever. But those things, it's it's like, I like his, I like his why. Yeah. Who do you want to help? Yeah. But along the way, help yourself too. For sure. To a Ferrari, a Lambo, watches. And I think if you do that, man, you'll never get complacent. 
I like that. I, I really like both your answers. Same but different in different ways. What is your thoughts, guys, on fear leading to complacency? Do you think the reason why people get complacent is because of fear? Could be. <laughs> they saw how hard it was to get to where they are. Uh, I don't know. Let's say they were looking for that Ferrari, whatever, and they work so hard, they sacrifice so much to get there. Yeah. And now they're like, man, I'm good with this because I remember <laughs> how hard it was to get here. Yeah. That I don't want to do that again for my next uh, chapter, my next journey. Yeah. But I would argue that it, I mean, choose your heart. Yeah. Right? You always have to choose your heart. And the thing is that, you know, the grind to the next level, it doesn't always have to be the road of uh, hardship and sacrifice. There can be a little bit more balance once you achieve that uh, first benchmark. Yeah. It actually gets easier. Yeah. It really does get easier. The hardest part is really going from zero to, I would say, like 250000 Once yeah. you learn how to do it, then you're good. Mm-hmm. After that, it's like it gets... Because your basic needs are covered. Yeah. As, and as long as your basic needs are covered, now you can patiently or slow, like a little bit more slower to get to the next level. Yeah. When you're broke, man, you got to get, you got to get out of being broke fast. Yeah. You know? So. I like that. There, there's fear. That's exactly what I thought we weren't going to be on the same page, but that's exactly what I was trying to ask. Yeah. I feel like people, right. Once you make a hundred thousand, it seems hard, like, whoa, like, next goal is a million. And you get overwhelmed with fear. Like, oh, man, like, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know if I have what it takes. How do how do people very simply get there to to get away from that feeling? You got, honestly, at that point, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. Like... Never focus on the fear. Focus on what your life would look like if you achieve what you set out to achieve. Yeah. And don't overwhelm yourself. Again, I talk about this. Have your one, three, and five-year vision. But understand that, like, and even if your your, your five-year vision is to make 100000 Yeah. To reverse engineer it and simplify it to where it's an it's just like an easy habit to follow. Yeah. And the rest will fall into place. I like that. You know. What do you think, Jonathan? In my own opinion, I think like for my experience actually, like the fear did drive me to complacency. Yeah. I think for me the fear wasn't really like, oh, like, you know, I don't want to go through this hardship. It was more so like the market was tanking and I had no idea what to do. And that fear just kind of like got me stuck. Yeah. But then another way to look at fear, I feel like is you can use that fear as a driving force to then push you to make sure that failure does not happen. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's like a better way of looking at the fear. So rather than taking the fear in and being like, Oh no, I can't do anything about it. Instead flip it and be like, you know what? Like this fear, I'm going to use this fear as fuel to drive me to make it to the next level. 100%. I like it. Well, I think we're going to wrap this one up here, guys. 
some straight fire, some straight gems. We're going to make this quick. And I just want to thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys on the next one. Be sure to give us a like, give us a follow, and share this with five friends that you think could get some value with this because we're coming in hard, guys. So see you on the next one. Peace. Peace out. Peace.